Hi, welcome to a light reading extra. I'm Kelsey Zeiser. I'm a senior editor at Light Reading, and I am joined by. Well, hello, Kelsey. This is Phil Harvey. I'm the uh, editor in chief at Light Reading, and uh, I'm here at uh, Mobile World Congress Las Vegas. Um, I, I don't know. I guess they still call it M. They call it MWC these days, but. Uh, yeah. But it's still it's still the same same show. It's uh, it's the America's version of Mobile World Congress Barcelona. <laughs> um, <laughs> right. In lovely Las Vegas. How's the weather there? Last year it rained and surprised everybody and everyone got soaked. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. No, this year it is very sunny. It is very hot. It is uh, hitting the 90s, the mid 90s each day that we're here. So summer has not stopped uh, here in Las Vegas. Um, today they're actually uh, so it's. It, the, the main opening keynotes are happening uh, as we speak, and uh, I listened to a little bit of the uh, introduction, and it's, um, you know, this is, uh, G the GSMA and CTIA are in partnership for this show, so it's it's very much, um, uh, I mean, for to put it bluntly, it's, it's de definitely telco lobbying at, at, at the highest order, so it's... Uh, <laughs> A lot of discussions about the future and the possibilities of these great new networks, and uh, all we need is for the government to just stop regulating everything and give us all the spectrum, and uh, sure, and everything will be fine. Um, yeah. and, and so that's th th there. You go. I just took you through the keynotes. Uh, everything's possible. All you have to do is connect it, and uh, and also more spectrum, no regulation, and <laughs> please please don't make us pay taxes. I think is the other one. Um, okay. But, yeah, that sounds like a perfect world. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, and, and that's that's kind of their job is to set up you yeah. know set up the the ideal environment to do business as a telco. Um, but unfortunately, reality intervenes, and uh, telcos are actually um, finding um, great efficiency in some areas, and you know helping their businesses in some areas. But they're also faced with a lot of challenges, like uh, exactly how to do. AI, when and where to do AI, and how they're going to pay for it, and whether or not they should own it or not. Um, because some of the things that are going to unlock, uh, you know, these future possibilities um, with, you know, everything from education to, uh, you know, the metaverse and things like that are going to necessarily be um, uh, sort of created with. Uh, really large language models uh, and a lots and lots of machine learning. And um, telcos can do that in a network sense. Um, and they're, they're learning more and more about that. But I think they are going to be um, forever dependent on the cloud providers to, uh, to really get them to that next step. Um, and so that's, uh, you know, in fact, um, Generative AI is, is a, in, in particular is a challenge that folks are discussing here. And um, Ian uh, Morris's article on generative AI that's on the site now um, lays out the uh, the risk involved in that for telco businesses um, uh, very well. And um, so, so so there is going to be you know uh, more partnering with cloud providers trying to figure out where they are in the ecosystem and then how to take that uh, and make the service that they provide either more valuable so that people will pay more for it or figure out um, how to provide that same service in slightly different ways so that people will, you know, pay for that new service. 
Mm-hmm. Is that um, so for a few years, you know, there was the build up to 5G and then 5G um, is AI kind of the um, topic du jour, <laughs> I guess, of <laughs> MWC this year. And is there any talk about 6G? There is talk about 6G. I, I think that from the tech, but that that's mostly happening on the technologist side. So the folks that are making the uh, the chips, the um, uh, the components, the boxes mm-hmm. that go into the networks, they all have to be kind of obsessed with 6G because every um, you know every day that we get closer to a 6G standard that the industry agrees upon is going to be, um, you know, they, they have to have their technology ready to go when that happens. So they're they're already talking about it. They're saying they're going to be 6G ready. They're demoing, uh, you know, faster, better uh, components and, uh, and, and eventually, uh, you know, router switches and other things all, all at the same time. I mean, but AI is actually, um, you know, kind of in tandem with that. It's, it's, dominating the conversation for the telcos themselves because they are um, seeing that if they don't come across to their, especially their business customers as having a mastery of AI on some level, then their offer to businesses of, you know, giving them real enterprise intelligence and not just connectivity uh, is going to fall flat. So uh, the, what they mean for enterprise intelligence is, of course, you know, not just um, don't just rely on us to do the, you know, connection to devices, but but rely on us uh, and let us help you uh, parse all the data that's coming from those devices and all the data that the devices themselves give off and let us help you make better business decisions based on that. And that could be anything from IoT to just, um, you know, simple deployment of technology and when and where it makes the most sense. Um, so there's, there's, you know, those two things are, I think, are going to dominate the conversation uh, at the show here. That They've certainly in the pre-show sort of warm up, they've been talking about it um, quite a bit. Um, yesterday, there was a, you know, a huge primer on AI. And, and I think this stuff is sort of becoming real to some people. And, it, and it's uh, making, uh, you know, like I said, it's, 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 it's they're excited, but they're also kind of nervous because implicit, you know, what it, what AI capability implies is that there's going to j- just like their, um, you know, advanced networks of so 5G network, it means they're going to have to have more of these functions uh, available in the cloud. You know, more of this computing power is going to be uh, in the cloud. So you're going to need connectivity to bring all that to bear, but you're also going to be relying on uh, big tech businesses to, um, uh, you know, supply that capability for you because mm-hmm. there's no way at this point they could invest and catch up, you know, to where Microsoft, uh, Google, Facebook, and, uh, you know, and even Oracle are as far as, uh, you know, uh, cloud capability. Right. Are there uh, any companies that you're, um, you know, really looking forward to talking to this week? Or, you know, you mentioned there were um, some ongoing keynotes, anything that stood out to you um, from the presentations today? Yeah, so the the um, I haven't seen all of the presentations yet, you know, not the full keynote, because it was just it was just getting going. Um, But I Mm -hmm. I will I will I'll report on a little bit more of that later. Um, As far as businesses I want to talk to, you know, I definitely want to connect with 
um, some of the top tier telcos. So, you know, on my schedule is Verizon because I really do want to want to hear uh, they, they they announced, you know, sort of the result of some of a concerted effort to improve their network uh, all the way around. And then they've uh, and then today they announced um, how quite a bit of devices and data have shifted in their network from the 4G uh, network to the 5G network, both in the consumer side and the business side. And that's a, uh, you know, it's, it sounds like it's old news by now, but to get them to say, uh, you know, to put numbers to it, I think was a remarkable thing because it does show that they're uh, very proud of the fact that they are uh, moving those connections and then enabling those connections to handle more data. So that's, you know, not only good for their network, it's good for their business. And uh, it's also, it also means that more of the connectivity that they supply is going to be connected by cloud native technology. And that's good for their business because it's going to be more efficient. It's going to be, um, you know, easier and more flexible to deploy. And it's going to be a lot less expensive to maintain from an operations point of view. So what does all that mean for Verizon, you know, enterprise when they're trying to, or Verizon business when they're trying to sell uh, more uh, capabilities to enterprises? I'm, I'm curious to hear what markets they're interested in now. Um, I'm curious to hear what markets they think they can exploit the quickest and which ones, you know, are kind of uh, out there on the horizon. And yeah, of course, I'll ask about AI and, you know, where they, uh, where they see that uh, uh, factoring in uh, as well and, and how, you know, how much of that capability they need to invest in and own versus uh, just simply, you know, rent or license from, you know, technology vendors of, of, of various sorts or, or cloud providers. Yeah, well, that's really interesting to hear um, just how, how things have kind of switched to a, a real heavy focus on AI and looking forward to hearing more updates from you perhaps tomorrow about some of those conversations. But before I let you go, have you ridden the Las Vegas loop this year? Have you gotten in a Tesla? <laughs> no, <laughs> I, it useful? I have not. Um, I'm not staying in a hotel that's connected to it. And uh uh, and I don't know, something about being in a Tesla underground just <laughs> scares the living daylights out of me. So I, I, uh, I, I don't know if I would do it even if it were here, but, I, uh, but I'm eager to talk to people who have. So that's, that, that seems very interesting because they are advertising it on the big, uh, the big LED or uh, uh, what do you call it? Yeah, I think it's an LED, the big, big yeah. bright uh, uh, advertisement. Uh, billboard when you walk in there they they did right, a big, yeah big right above the, uh, the elevators yeah right, right above the re elevators the and registration sorry. desk yeah. and all that stuff yeah. there's a there's a huge uh huge banner where they're you know where one of the uh, uh slides or sort of uh advertisements that came by was all about the loop and why it was you know why it was the coolest thing ever and yeah. so yeah i'm sure i'm sure a lot of people are using it uh and and i you know i hope they're getting to work on time and everything's going well for them but it ain't gonna be me <laughs> <laughs> all right well we'll we'll check in to see if, if you change your mind tomorrow all right thanks yep. for the update phil have a good right. uh enjoy the event thanks kelsey bye